Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to this day's Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Elise, and this is a multi-faith group podcast brought to you by God's Kids for God's Kids. Stay tuned for testimonies, faith food, heavenly hugs, and spiritual strength. Let us learn and grow together and lean upon grace upon grace. It is my prayer that this may be a sacred place for you to experience the love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. You belong to Him, and you belong here. Okay, so for those of you who are new to this podcast, here's a little bit about me. As you know, I'm Mariah Elise. I was born and raised in the beautiful Ohio, but now live in Virginia. A few things that I'm passionate about include Jesus Christ, bringing people with different perspectives and backgrounds together, and finding ways to lift up others. In my free time, you can find me writing, baking, doing some sort of interior decorating or organizing project, or watching a Hallmark movie. Can't forget that one. This Day's Grace podcast started just as a way to encourage others and myself. I just hope that we can laugh together, cry together, and learn more together. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Happy Tuesday, friends! Oh, I'm so excited to be with you today. I, uh, It's been one of those days, and whenever I get to talk to a friend... Um, I can just feel the weight of the world just roll off my shoulders, which is awesome. And today we have a unique episode because I will be talking with a friend from SVU. Her name is also Mariah, which is so cool. So I decided we're going to do an Ask the Mariahs episode. And so there have been many of you who have submitted questions online and we'll be going through those today. Um, but a little bit about Mariah Elton. She is from Idaho. She is a freshman here at SVU. She is double majoring, which I think is insane because I can barely handle my one major. <laughs> but she's awesome. She is double majoring in art and design. Um, and she also would love to be a gallery painter or a freelance graphic designer. Some hobbies she loves are writing music, writing poetry, which I think she's amazing. Um, from writer to writer, yes. it is a really fun thing to be able to read someone else's heart, yeah. you know? And I love your poems. It's it so is good. awesome. And she also loves reading and hiking. Um she is just a happy person and loves people, and I'm so excited to get to know you a little bit better today. Yeah. And so we're just going to jump right in. We have got some unique questions. Um, the first question, I'll read the first question, and then we'll just go back and forth with the questions. Um, the first one is, um, what is your favorite thing to do when you're not in school? We, we kind of answered that, yeah. but... Well, it's funny because you were just, like, going over my hobbies, and I probably sound like a crazy person. Like, I want to be a gallery painter, and I <laughs> write music and poetry and stuff, but I don't know. I just 
consider myself like a creative person or not even it's not even like that I just I think I would go crazy if I couldn't write or do music or paint and stuff like that and so when I have free time that's what I like to do I just want to like dive in like lately I've been just watching a bunch of YouTube videos on music theory and yeah like just trying to get better at piano and things like that so um if I'm not at school you could probably find me like playing on my little keyboard, working yeah. on the guitar, or just, like, getting outside and... Love that. You know, hiking and... That's wonderful. I love it, yeah. I think mine would be... Um, I do a lot of baking. That's just... Um, I used to be an interior decorator. Um, I, really? I got a certification in that because when, you know, the whole pastor thing didn't work out, yeah. I got a certification in that and, and had a small little business and I do not have like the finances for that right now yeah. <laughs> to be able to decorate and make everything look pretty because I'm in college. And so I think baking is one of those outlets where you feel like it's cheap and you get to give someone a little gift that's cute. Like it's yes. pretty and it's fun. And so I think that that would be something that I love. Um, and you can go ahead and read the next question. Awesome. Okay, next one is, what are ways you draw close to God in your hard moments? Okay. Okay. Oh. Well, I definitely try to read my scriptures every day and Mm -hmm. pray. Um, Sometimes I forget and, like... On those moments, you can really see the difference, you know, on those days. You're like, why am I not having such a good day? Oh, I didn't I didn't pray today. I didn't read my scriptures. But when I'm going through a really hard time, I just, I like to really kind of give myself some alone time and get up into the That's mountains good. or something and really just open up my heart and my mind and my ears to God and try to hear what he would have me hear that day. Um, I think if we just exercise faith and instead of getting angry at him like be quiet and like try to listen you can it's like I've had some amazing experiences you can really hear God's voice if you just open your your heart you know I love that so much I love that you said um that you get away because I think so much um when we run to other people in our circles we hear all of their advice and their perspective, but then it can kind of taint our perspective on mm-hmm. if like this is God talking to us or if this yeah. is just our friend. And so I love that you do that. Um, and if, everyone like hears the spirit differently. Yeah, so absolutely. Whatever God has to say to you, you're not going to hear it the best through other people. It's yeah. Gonna, he's going to. That's awesome. Let it be known to you. What are ways you draw closer to God in your hard moments? I would answer that question. Um, oh, I listen to praise and worship music. Oh, That's, yes. 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 So I was raised, you know, to like dance in the spirit and like sing to Jesus and just raise your hands. And so I still I am <laughs> exuberant in my worship. Um, I think it's fun. I think that our, our bodies... Um, one of the gifts of our bodies is to praise God. Um, and so I think that that is awesome. I love, um, and I know I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I love 
sacred and reverent um, moments, but I equally love joyful celebration moments as well because I think both both are in the scriptures and I think both are needed. And so I love doing that when I'm going through a hard moment or um, I will grow closer to God and Jesus Christ by serving others. And so like if I am going through a hard time, it gets my mind off of me and back onto the Savior. What would he do to minister to this person? And I think that that helps me. Like encouraging other people on social media or um, going to their home and bringing them snacks or cookies. That helps. So That's beautiful. What is your love language? Oh. <laughs> um... Honestly, I think I feel really loved when I receive gifts. Like, yeah. that's not a typical no. answer, I feel like. And I'm not materialistic, you know? I just really like when I just get, like, small letters or, yeah. like, just little things that show that people are thinking about you. For some reason, I feel really loved by that. I think it's because, like, I'm kind of like you. I love to give people things and mm-hmm. you like to bake yeah and give people the goodies that you make I like to paint or like create things with my art and give that to people I love that and so I guess I just really appreciate when other people go out of their way to do other things for I me I know and they think of you yeah, as an individual which exactly. is nice and then yeah. yeah so I guess just because that's, awesome. that's how I show love that's how I like to receive it too yeah I um the funny thing is, is I think my love language changes over seasons, depending on who's in my life. Yeah. Um, because not everyone can express love right. in that way. Right. And so I think right now, oddly enough, um, for a very long time as a teenager and um, a little bit younger than that, I struggled with some like body image issues and so I would not hug people or touch people and I didn't like germs so I just didn't want to touch them I did I just I was just (laughs) I was like yeah actually it was weird I did not want like to have my friends or anything I was like this is weird yeah but now now I I do and I think that it just you that is the one thing that you wouldn't do to a stranger is to put True. your body on theirs and hug them, you know, True, but yeah. you might give them gifts, you know, you might give you give your money to strangers. You might give them words of affirmation. You, a lot of people do that. Yeah. You might give them quality time by serving them, but that's physical touch is the one thing that you only do with someone that you feel somewhat Very of a close. connection with. Yeah, that's true. I never and thought so about it that way. I just, I think that I'm in that season where I feel better about my body if I give other people hugs and I feel better about my body if they're okay with giving me a hug, like, yeah, that's which is kind of cool. So yeah, that is awesome. I love that. Okay. Um, number four. Ooh. What helped you both develop your love of writing? Yeah. Oh, interesting. So whoever asked that definitely knows both of us. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I have a definite answer for this. I think I just grew up reading. Um, and in middle school, I remember having a lot of assignments to do poetry. Like I had to write poems and I feel like a lot of people didn't have that experience. Like when I talked to them, they're like, you wrote poetry in middle school? Like, yeah, you did it. (laughs) But, um, 
it's not like I even read that much poetry. I just, I think, was exposed to it through the school system, and I learned to love it just because it was an outlet for all my emotions. Cause, That's like, awesome. You, you know, as you're growing, you're learning new words, and you were like, oh, that's exactly what I'm feeling. You just want to write it down, and so... Yeah. I think I just slowly developed it by, well, first of all, like, having a bunch of new emotions, and then learning all these new words, and I was like, okay, I just... Oh, what if I started, get it out. Ex- like, expressing it, you know? That's awesome. So. Yeah, it is like giving your heart... It's putting your heart into words, you know? Yeah. And I think... um. I think everything about me is a person who desires beauty. Like if I'm decorating my room or making cookies or getting dressed, I like um, beautiful things. And mm-hmm. writing to me is like stringing um, words together to be able to create word art. So it would be to me, I see like each word as like a bead and together they create like a piece of jewelry and so I um I love to encourage people I love to like dive into the scriptures and re-articulate what the scriptures are saying in a way that other people might be able to comprehend Mm -hmm. it a little bit better Mm -hmm. and so that is fun but yeah writing is awesome and I was grateful because we were both at a poetry night quite Mm -hmm. a couple months ago it's been a couple months and it is great to be able to hear people's heart through poetry. Mm-hmm. I think that that is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, our next question is, this is so funny. What does it feel like to be so awesome? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so sweet. That is well, so funny. I don't know if I'm that awesome, but yeah, it's. I this feels like being a person. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I am awesome either, but I think, yeah, I I think I'm grateful that God works through us. Yeah. I think that's Definitely. awesome. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. it's funny because, like, I I don't know. It sounds like they're like, oh, you guys are so great yeah. for all these and things I'm like, that you do. And I'm like, mm. well, we're kind of the same. We just, we're just different, yes. you know? Every person is awesome in yes. their own ways. Absolutely. And we all have something to contribute and bring to the table. Exactly. All right. This one was kind of confusing. Okay. Were you in a musical in high school slash... High School Musical the movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand why someone asked if we were in... Do you... Were you in High School Musical? <laughs> you were not in no. the movie High School Musical. No? No, I was not either. either. No, yes. Do I look like I was in High School Musical? I guess so. <laughs> like, That's funny. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is I was just talking to my friend and I was like, High School was not like the musical. I'm no. so mad. And then I was like, I want to, I wanted to be Gabriella. That it. is so funny. Well, if they were asking if I was in it, that's flattering. So, do I look like Olivia Rodrigo in High School Musical: The Musical? Uh, the movie. We will take it. The show or whatever it's called. I don't know what it's called, but I, I awesome. will take that. Yeah, all those actors. Oh, uh, I definitely was not <laughs> in the movie. Um. But did, maybe they're asking, did high school feel like a musical? I don't know. <laughs> but were you in any of the school plays or musicals? Yeah. So I actually did do theater okay. in the beginning of high school. And I did one musical. It's this old Disney movie. It's called Babes in Toyland. And I would have gotten the main part, but I was doing a 
I was doing choir outside of school, and so it interfered. So I ended up being a toy train. Which is <laughs> so funny. funny. I love that. And I was like a sophomore. It's that so, is great. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> like, I hate thinking about that. That I is awesome. I can't believe awesome. I just shared that. Okay. We love that. Vulnerability <laughs> is key. Well, I... I was in musicals, but I was in, like, community musicals. I was never doing it affiliated with my high school. I guess it was because I went to three different high schools. I went to a freshman high school. I went to – I transferred when I was a sophomore, and then I transferred again when I was a junior. And so I went to – Yeah, and so I never really got roots Mm -hmm. um, at a place and was always that awkward girl. And so – Why did you move around a lot? Well, the first year was just because that district that I was in had a separate building for freshmen. What? Because they That's thought so... that they got bullied too much, so they had, <laughs> like, a separate... Isn't that oh, wild? That's so sad. Yeah, and so they just put them in a separate building. <laughs> Like we're just gonna we're just gonna put you over yeah, here. Like you need to grow up a little you. bit. <laughs> funny. And so that uh-huh. is great. And then um, the second district, I moved because. Um, my parents got separated, and we were in, originally in the a suburb of Cincinnati, Ohio, but then they moved up north to Columbus, Ohio. And when my dad moved to Columbus, my mom hated going back and forth two hours oh, yeah. to that's drop a, us off for, like, visits and stuff. <laughs> yes. And so she, we did, all moved up to Columbus, so then that was the second high school. And then when my mom passed away, we moved in with my dad. So then we had to go to another high school, which, yeah, it's wild. It was wiggity whack. And I (laughs) was, yes, because the first high school, I was like, so not, this is the district I was raised in my whole life. And everybody knew me as that awkwardly, just, just, I was awkward so was I. It's okay. It's just really bad. <laughs> Awkward. And then I decided, like, when I'm moving, I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to go by a new name. I'm going to go by my middle name. And I am going to just, like, I'm going to be goth. <laughs> because <laughs> you went through a, through it was a, a little bit, like, because I was like, okay, That's I need, like, friends. Me. And these are the people who might be my friend. Like, the popular people will never be my friend. Oh. But these will. And so I went through that phase. But then... <laughs> one day my mom said I am not flying you any more black clothing <laughs> <laughs> Just... and so hilarious. then I started getting like less less dark and um stopped and listening now... to screamo and all of that and <laughs> you're listening to it was wild. Wild. yeah and I, like I had a mohawk and yeah. I had a mohawk, had a mohawk? And, yeah and I was, what? I wore studs like on my little you know my shoes and my yeah it was oh, wow weird. you I'll show you pictures it was you crazy so cool yeah well and here's the thing then <laughs> I went to the new school when my um dad with my dad at his house and that was that was hard because the first two schools that I was in for high school it was like an all-white community like I there were very very few African-Americans but then when I moved into this other district there were tons um and then all of the African-Americans called me like an Oreo because I acted white whatever that means which is so annoying yeah because it's like what does that mean yeah to be white they were probably referring to the fact that I can't dance (laughs) 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 which is wild but Anywho, that's just a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, that's a bad joke. Um, but no, on like 
Yeah, white people. Not yeah, that's, that's wild. No, that's not true. So, but. anywho, yeah, we will move on. Okay. <laughs> So, a little bit more of a serious question is, what is something in this world that breaks your heart? Oh my gosh, that is such a deep question. Oh, okay. Something that breaks my heart. Um, I think, I've been thinking about how a lot of people don't, like, live their dream or try to go for that. And I just think... That is so sad because most people who don't do that, it's because they don't have a lot of respect for themselves and don't think that they can. And I am a true believer that you can do anything that you put your mind to, you know? Um, And so I just, it breaks my heart, I guess, when I, like, talk to people and they don't, they settle. That that was the word I thought of, too. Like, they just, yeah. They don't think that they can do the things that they want to. And so they're like, oh, I'll be fine doing this when they really want to do something a lot better that is crazy like can you imagine a world where if where everyone was just brave enough to do what they they wanted to this world would be so cool and they would be happier yeah and then if you're happier happier. you would be kinder and if you're kinder we would have less crime and if you're exactly (laughs) everything would get better exactly (laughs) we have now solved the problem of what can make america great again it is Living your dream. Live your dream. Love that. Be bold. Um, something that breaks my heart um, that we see so often is when people um, don't listen to other people's perspectives. And by listen, I don't mean just sitting there ready to say the next thought that you have to put their opinion down. Right. You know, like I think that everybody on this earth that I interact with has something to teach me. Yes. In like to think. That's a great perspective. So it's a really bad problem when we only hang out with people who we like think like and act like because you cannot progress with people without disagreement. You can't. True. You would just be um, filled up with all this pride that you understand, you know, you comprehend that life is this way when someone else comprehends that it's this way. And then you guys fight about it. And I don't think we have to fight. I think we can learn from one another. I think um, our disagreements can make us so strong as a nation. Um, if we stop yelling at each other yeah. and stop po- pointing blame and start trying to see each other's heart, um, it is never okay to tell people um, that they are devil worshipers, satanic, that they are, um, you know, just evil, are a murderer. No matter what your stance is, it is never okay to put someone down that way. And so I think that that's hard, especially during political season when they are online and, you know, a Democrat will see a Republican call them, you know, a baby killer yeah. um, or, you know, a Republican will be called, you know, a all high and mighty and, you know, they don't know. <laughs> so right. they're just, it's, it's sad. I think that we can gain so much from each other's differences. And I think that that's something that breaks my heart is when I see people fighting 
I know. Like they would just open, like open their perspective. So yeah. many problems. Would be it's fixed. crazy. Well, sorry for my bad handwriting on this next question. No, but... <laughs> you're fine. I so love your eight. handwriting. Okay, what is an area of our church that needs more progression and growth? Ooh, that's a deep question. Yeah. Too. <laughs> um. I think more. More can be explained or I don't know I think we need to do better about talking about the LGBTQ plus community yes um I know that I've talked to my parents or they've tried to ask me questions on like what you think our perspective on those people should be and it's still like my parents are still very kind of closed-minded and they don't want to be accepting I guess they're like, yeah, well, they are accepting. Like, my dad, he's very, like, adamant in that we should love everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, but still, that is wrong. And so we shouldn't be supporting these people or anything. Right. But um, that's a very tricky line to walk. And I just feel mm-hmm. like our leaders could, I think they're doing good. They're getting better about they're getting better. It's, it has a lot of work. there's a lot of growth that can be done though absolutely Um, because the funny thing is is that if you think that and this is I'm not I'm not telling you my stance I'm just I'm just putting something hypothetical out there Mm -hmm. is that if you think that being um gay lesbian transgender um i don't know all of the different things but lgbtq plus community anybody affiliated with that if you think that that is a sin um what you're doing by reminding them of their sin is like you're reminding them like that's not fair because it's not like they go around pointing like you're prideful or yeah. you're a liar. Like you're they're not holding hand like holding up picket signs that say stop lying, like stop doing. Yeah. And so I think it's just that hierarchy of like we need to stop thinking that we are any better because mm-hmm. guess what? Everybody needed the same atonement. Jesus Christ had to do all of that for me. He had to do all of that for you. He had to do all of that for this person. Not one thing could he have missed out. Um, Not one thing could Jesus Christ have done any differently. He had to do it perfectly because we were screwed up. And so (laughs) it's just that simple. And so if you really know how screwed up you are, you are not going to be judging anybody. You still have pride in you if you're going to judge people like that. And so that is my um, thoughts. (laughs) I love that so much. You know, because I'm like, I do not get criticized on a day-to-day basis that I have a pride problem, even though I do, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. There's a whole bunch of sins that I keep in the dark Mm -hmm. that people also will keep in the dark and just decide to see the best in me. So we should see the best in everybody. Yeah, I love that. That's my perspective. Put it to rest. Well, (laughs) preach. Um, (laughs) So the next question is, if God told you you had to just pick one gift from him for the next five years, what gift would you choose? Uh, just one gift? <laughs> yes. Um, one miracle or one gift. Oh. 
Do you have an answer? Do you want to go first? You know, yeah, I do. Because I'm almost 26. I would say a husband. And the reason is, is not because um, marriage is easy, because it's not, but because doing life alone is harder. Because I would rather have disagreements than to like, be seen by myself every day. Like I would rather work through the disagreements. I'd rather work through the hardship and go through life that is difficult with somebody than alone. And so like every day, like when I'm sick or when I'm, you know, sad, I come home and there's like no one to talk to. And I'm excited to have a best friend to just talk to. And so I think that that would be the gift. That's beautiful. I was just talking to my friend, um, she's recently married, or I guess she's been married for like two years, and she was like, I hate how the society now kind of almost puts down marriage and tries to make it seem like it's like this bad thing or it's more of a burden than it is um, something that's helpful. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's so true. Or like childbearing, and a lot of women aren't wanting to have children anymore, because it's like... Oh, children. And then if they stay home, they're even more degraded you know, because yeah. they're not living up to their full potential. Right, they're not doing the most of the right. Can be. When being a mother, it's so respectable. It, it is. is. So hard. You are raising the next generation and shaping hearts, and you are creating disciples of Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's awesome. Exactly. But um, yeah, she was just saying that <laughs> she was like. I am pro-boyfriend and pro-husband, like, every time, because they, to have someone with you is such a blessing, it's and, a like, I love that you use the word best friend to come yeah. home to, because that's truly what it is if you mm-hmm. marry right and for the right reasons. True. Like, you're just coming home to this person who will always be there for you, yeah. and will want to grow with you, and will support you, and j- it would just make life so much better. It would. It know? would. You said it. You nailed it on... You just, you said it. So would that be yours, the gift of the five years? Uh, would it? I, well, I guess it's kind of one of the main goals of my life is to have a husband. So I guess Why I not? would say yes. Yeah, yeah. cool. I love Good. All righty. Okay. What is something you wish people knew about you? Hmm. Um... I think I wish that people knew um, how much I want to love them perfectly. Yeah. That it breaks my heart that I do not know how to love unconditionally to you or to anybody that I see at SVU. I think it breaks my heart because they deserve that. Everybody is deserving of love and belonging. Everybody is deserving of unconditional love, but God holds unconditional love. I do not know how to love unconditionally, but I will strive to every day, but I will fail you. I will come short. I will not always show up, but he will. But I wish that they knew how much, how deep I want to love them. Like I desire to, I wish I could fulfill all the things that you're praying for. I wish that if you were praying for a best friend who did this, this, and this, I wish that I could be that for you. Um, I wish that if you were praying for a mentor, that I would be the perfect mentor for you. I wish that I could be all of that, but I know Jesus Christ can, and that's, that's how I rest in that. So that's 
Beautiful. You're such an amazing person, Mariah. Oh my gosh. I wish more people were like that, where they just wanted to love unconditionally. Because I, th- I think a lot of people just don't think about it, you know? No. They just, like, are kind of caught up in their own ways. And yeah. They really like, it's just, people. it's so hard for me to get on social media and see everybody's happy life. Because I know that I know that they're having sad moments too and to know that they don't reach out to me well they shouldn't because they don't really know me (laughs) but I wish that you did like I wish (laughs) I wish that people just asked me to pray for them or asked me to show up because I that would bring so much joy to me but I wish that I could love people like they in a way that they would feel loved and I just fell short in that area I'm sorry to anybody who feels that. <laughs> well, it's who like knows you're me. never going to get there in this life. No. But what's beautiful about this gospel is that we know that someday we will because we are going to inherit to the kingdom of God. Trying. You know, one day we will reach perfection and we'll get to that level where you will be pretty much like yeah. you will be where Jesus is, you know, because mm-hmm. we're going to keep progressing for Absolutely. all eternity. So eventually you'll have unconditional love, which is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what is something you wish people knew about you? (laughs) Um, it's kind of along the same lines, but I wish that people knew how, like, open of a mind I have, I guess, or, like, how much of a a listener I am. I think some people mistake my quietness for, like, maybe being judgy or maybe being like shy or something and not mm-hmm. wanting to speak up but most of the time it's just because I'm listening and I'm trying to like interpret everything that I'm learning and that what you're good. telling me you know um but I think I'm at that point in my life where I've been doing that for so long where yeah. I need to start like speaking now and like sharing my ideas so your voice does matter and um you're the kind of person who will sit and validate that someone else's voice matters but it'll be nice to see mm-hmm. the day that you are confident that your voice and your thoughts and ideas matter too yeah so. you know I think that's probably one of the reasons why I'm I love writing and yes um, poetry and everything like that is just because like I have all these thoughts and ideas and that's emotions awesome. and that's how I get them out mm-hmm. um but I think it's kind of my time to start sharing those you know so that's I love awesome. that you asked me to come on this podcast because like, it is awesome step, but well, yeah. do you have a dream vacation? Ooh, uh, I think I would want to go to Italy. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> that food would be bomb. Oh, the food, I, I yes. cannot, yeah. But it's not even the food, it's just like the art and the yes. architecture and you can be on the coast and it, there's just so much like history and culture there that I just want to dive into, you know? Love that. So, yeah. Yeah, I would say probably... Um, it's a tie between England and Alaska. Um, if I could oh. live anywhere, I would live in Alaska. Really? Um, yeah. Do you I like the cold. I do. <laughs> I am not a fan. Like when it's over sixty degrees, check on me, because some people <laughs> okay. like get. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, like some people get like seasonal depression in the um in the winter. winter because it's so dark. But I get it in the summer because there are only so many clothes I can take off. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, where it's just... True. And it's yeah. terrible. And then, you know, 
I have to watch all these girls wearing these booties hanging, booty shorts mm-hmm. hanging out. And I have to, like, I can't find anything modest. And then there's bugs. And then <laughs> I have to deal with, you know, people asking me to go to a picnic and eat outside. Yeah, and I'm like, what? Yeah, can't deal. So I would love to live in Alaska, but I would love to visit England. Um, and I would love to become the queen of England. So if you're listening to this, pass so, this along. Yes. Mariah Davis wants to be the queen of England. I everyone. do. I just want to help people. <laughs> All right. And then the last question. Yes. Um, if your life was a story, what would be the title? Mm. Um, I think it would be like the roller coaster of Mariah's days or something like that, you know? No. <laughs> just because I feel like I'm back and forth with my emotions. I probably don't seem like that to other people but like i am all over the place like okay constantly happy sad you know so me too and i've learned to be okay with that because it took me a long time to recognize that all of my emotions were essential for my progression yes it took me way too long to recognize that so i would just like bury my negative emotions thinking that i that was not the ideal but it is the ideal if you're growing and progressing in jesus christ um I would say the story of my, the title of my story would be, um, probably, um, probably the joy of living with a broken heart. Because, like, there's something wonderful about, like, the way that Jesus Christ breaks you. So that way you can identify with him, like going through each heartache, each relationship, each friendship um, that breaks your heart, each um, dream that you had to let die. Those are broken, broken hearts. And I think that you can really find joy in broken hearts. So that would be mine. I love that so much. We ask this on every episode. And so um, if Jesus Christ was sitting right here next to you, what would he tell you? Oh, I think Jesus Christ would tell me, you got this. Like, yes. <laughs> just keep going, you know? Um, one thing that I got from conference is that, well, I kind of mentioned this, but I need to open my mouth more. And that I need to kind of trust myself and trust God yeah. and just run with all the talents and the opportunities that I've been given. And so I have been kind of scared, like, looking into the future and being like, I don't really know what to do next, but I have all these goals and ambitions and careers that I want to go into. And I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I have faith that, first of all, I can do it because, mm-hmm. like, God has blessed me with these gifts and stuff. So... Like, just go with it, you know? You That's be like, awesome. You got this. So, awesome. Believe it. I love that so much. Well, your gift, you are gifted, and it's so fun to find other Mariahs who spell it just like <laughs> I just know. like me. It's not common. It is not common. But there's four here, right? which is insane. Yeah, I because I have never been in a school that spelled it my way. No, which I, so this is why in our school is not that big. We have like a thousand <laughs> students, right? Like fifteen hundred students. I have That's met crazy. one other Mariah. When I was like 15, when I went to a girls' camp at my cousin's ward in Washington. Yeah. So that was really random. But other than that, I've never met another Mariah until now. Yeah. And there's four. What's your middle name? Sarah. Sarah? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for thank joining you. us no, today. Thank you for having you me. are this wonderful. Is amazing.
Thank you all so much for joining us today. If you liked today's episode, please leave us a review below and follow us on Instagram at This Day's Grace. Message us if you would like to share your story, testimony, or insights. And please let us know how we can be praying for you. It would be our joy to pray for you or with you. I truly hope that you know the love of God is completely for you and with you always. You matter and are so valuable. Keep chasing after the heartbeat of Christ, for He is our prize. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.